Week five is almost in the books, and that means it's time to take a look back at the week that was. And all I know is that Chris Meany and I are real good at calling touchdowns. Here we go. It's pre-snap time, and it starts right now. Five, You're listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast, brought to you by LineStart, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy football experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the LineStar app. It's me, and it's my BFF, Chris Meany, and we're here breaking down the week that was in wagering and in DFS right here on LineStar, which, by the way, you should be going over following the LineStar app. Make sure you are downloading that and upgrading to that premium package so you can be along with us for the ride. Chris Meany, it was a wild day, a huge, huge weekend in scoring some incredible singular performances, some incredible team performances, and the best team performance was you and I. Let's be honest, because we won <laughs> swag for two people yet again. We tied two touchdowns for Thielen. Uh, you had a touchdown on Ezekiel Elliott. I had two touchdowns for Chris Godwin and a touchdown for Mark Ingram. So count it up, four players, six touchdowns. That's a lot of hats, Chris Meany. It's a lot of hats. That's um, yeah, deja vu from week one. I mean, I think we were, yeah, yeah, we're back in business. Games. I told you we were going to bounce back, and we did. And I think we flipped. Like I think week one, I I may have gone Godwin and you went Thielen, and we, we were both in on them again last week. So yeah, it was it was a good week in terms of calling touchdowns. It's just a wild fantasy week in general. I mean, everything, right? I mean, you wake up today, we got a coach fired. I mean, last night over a hundred people were knocked out of my survivor with you know picking casey and the bears yeah oh i avoided that one i had me too the pats so i was lucky i had a whole bunch of people knocked out i'm only like five people left in my i'm excited yeah this this one there's still quite a few people there over 500 in in this entry i I was on the eagles yesterday so i'm moving on as well but yeah i mean i mean just scoring performances like it's uh, it's unreal i mean will fuller like a top 10 performance of all time and we said on this show it's coming, guys. And everybody was on it. I, his ownership in a lot of my tournaments was well over 30%. And, you know, we said it is coming. Now is the time to be on it. Not this week. Not this week coming. The time was last week because yeah, you knew over. it was eventually going to come. But now it's like, yeah. And Kenny what Stills can I get was an active. Guy in season so, you're right. Yeah. And Kenny Stills was an active. So you knew that. Like, you just like yeah, line it, it up. Here up. we go. In the Falcons. It all worked uh, out. By the way, our boy Dan O'Grady over at Line Star app just uh, sent me a fun email. I don't know if you saw it yet. It said, here's the current touchdown tally so far after five weeks. Chris on the board with eight touchdown calls. Not bad. Not bad at all. I am up to 11 now on a touchdown call. So that's 17. I'm sorry. That's 19. I can't even add. I'm an idiot. That's 19 <laughs> touchdowns for five weeks over five weeks. So that's uh pretty, pretty good. I would say, I'd say it's a good start to the season, but that's not enough. Cause we're greedy here. And yeah, we, we want to do better. this every week. Yeah. We yeah, want to be calling touchdowns just, every week. Yeah, yeah. We want seven touchdowns every week. And I love, I love when both people win because they always ask the same question in the contest, which is, which is what happens and there's a tie because <laughs> I think it's like the second or third one at least. Yeah. Um, but again, it, keep an eye out. And if you're following us on Twitter, we tweet out that segment every week. And if you retweet it and like it, you have a chance to win some free stuff and everybody likes free stuff. And it's, we're yeah. winning you money. You're winning free stuff. The world is a beautiful place right now, Chris, right? 
Yeah, it really is. And yeah, we had about 30 retweets, 40 likes. So, I mean, get on it. This is your opportunity to get some free merch from Linestar. And and the the Linestar app, we've we've said this a couple times, and we really hit it home, I think, last week with the cornerback matchups. We talked about a few guys. Yeah, who Calvin Ridley really was spots. a guy we talked about. Calvin good, Ridley. Good ROI Absolutely. on that one. Yep. And Thielen as well. I know Linestar app had retweeted. You know, they had said, I think it was more so about Thielen, like you and I were talking about Thielen and and being a good matchup. And then they had tweeted earlier, they just quote retweeted from earlier in the week, top wide receiver versus cornerback matchups and Adam Thielen right up at the top. And yeah, he cashed in a few Adam. He did, but it was, it was a tough, it was a tough week for pay lines because we're when, when you're breaking the three, you know, it's three fifteen and stuff like that at the top. Yeah, it's tough. Perfect. Like you could have combinations, and I know I did. I had combinations of Million Maker of like Michael Thomas and Godwin and things like that. Normally, those things go off, and you're like, "Oh, well, I'm good to go." Right? No, nope, not so much. Not no. so much. Uh, but it was it was tough, man, because of the huge. The, you had to have CMC Jones. You had to have Eagles defense. You had to have like a lot of things kind of maneuvered properly. But let's get into some of these individual performances, and let's start with the Texans quarterback and start with Watson. Four twenty six, five touchdowns, but the most important number zero. Zero sacks. That's the most important number. When this guy's upright and he's got time in the pocket, look at what happens. Look at the beautiful thing. Now, look, it's the Falcons, so obviously they suck and they can't tackle anybody, and we're going to keep trolling them the rest of the year, no matter where they are. We're going to go after them. I don't care if it's A.J. Brown. I don't care if it's Fuller and Hopkins. Whoever it is, we're going to be all over it all year. But look, man, Watson, this is the key for them. If he can stay without as much contact, he's going to have these kind of games. Yeah, of course. And that you're right. That was a big takeaway for me, too, because I was kind of down on this offense just in general from what I had saw. And it was nothing to do with Watson or it's nothing to do with Hopkins. It was the offensive line. So the fact that he wasn't sacked and he was able to to do what he does, really. I mean, that's the kind of upside that he has. Right. He was 28 for 33. Phenomenal stuff. I mean, part of this is on the Falcons. They're just atrocious defensively but you, you come out of that game with five touchdowns he's hitting will fuller we said numerous times he he just missed will fuller a couple times over the past few games just off the fingertips overthrown pressure in the face happened to chuck it up he had some time and hey hey will fuller's day could have even been even better i mean this guy was dropped at the one twice i mean yeah it's crazy what imagine? He, yeah unreal so i think i saw a stat out there was um Jerry Rice with the most fantasy points ever in a full point PPR league. I think it was 67 and and Fuller is now in the top 10. I think the seventh best performance of all time. But on the other side of that, Matt Ryan is kind of fits that bill as well. As much as we were all over the Falcons defensively, this is why. I mean, Matt Ryan is throwing the ball more than anybody in football. He's gotten 300 yards in every single game. And he was able to come away with another 330 yards and three passing touchdowns. The third time he's had three passing touchdowns with really nothing from Julio Jones yesterday. So, I think this just trend continues. Ryan is just going to continue to chuck it up. He's got dome games on the schedule again. I, I don't think he plays outside of a dome until. Oh yeah, he'll be fine. Or yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be a nice and value. It just game stack those games, Falcons and whoever they play, right? Because you're going to. Uh, why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sign me up, baby. Let's do it. Uh, Teddy B was really good too. Talked about him a lot on DFS today on the TV show on Sundays that I'm uh, hosting with Mike Blewett, and. Uh, you know, as, as one of these guys, especially on DK, I thought like he was a great play on DK because he was so cheap. And I thought this was a week where you had to pay up at wide receiver. Like you wanted to be up and and, and spend a fair amount. It's going to be a very air raid kind of week. And it was. And uh, Teddy Ridgewater certainly held up his bargain. Four touchdowns, 314, two of those went to Michael Thomas. But I mean, really, uh, 
this was a great showing for him and he needed a good showing as well. And the Bucks defense is not very good. I want Winston to be better in this game, but he was good enough to get at least Chris Godwin two touchdowns. So that was good. But uh, Teddy B helping his free agent stock a little bit, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. And he'll get a, a real test over these next couple of weeks in Jacksonville and in Chicago, especially in Chicago, you know, with Drew Brees tweeting, I think yesterday or the day before just of himself. I think it was actually on Instagram. Of, you know, he's throwing football, so he's getting a little bit closer. But Teddy Bridgewater looked really good. And and here we are after five weeks. I know he's only played a handful of games here, three starts in a row or yeah, three starts in a row. And his completion percentage Right up in the top near the NFL, 70%. I mean, Derek Carr at 73, Russell Wilson, 73, Ryan, 70, Teddy Bridgewater, 70. So he's been very impressive. He really has. He's leaned on Michael Thomas. Thomas hasn't missed a beat at all. Everyone was a little sour on Michael Thomas with Teddy Bridgewater, but he's just been unbelievable. That game yesterday was was lights out for him. And then Tampa, Mike Evans with a big zero. O.J. Howard, where is he? This is Chris Godwin's team. He's going to finish yeah, is. with more well, catches look, and more fantasy points than Mike Evans. Evans has I know one good Evans game this year. Yeah, but you know what? In fairness to Evans, Marshawn Lattimore was amazing in that game. Like, he just shut him down. I watched they had a breakdown on NFL Network on the highlight show of Lattimore and Evans, and Lattimore was just incredible. And he's very familiar with Evans because he plays him every year and multiple times. And you could just tell, like, every way he was anticipating correctly, everything. There was just no, there was no room. There was no open Michael Evans all day. So – Check that off. It'll be fine. Remember, Mike Evans still has two games against the Falcons, Chris. There's going <laughs> to yeah. be lots of Mike Evans to come. So just stay tuned. Too bad one of those games just... comes week 17. He'll go off that care. game for you. I don't care. I want it. I <laughs> want it. To... <laughs> That's what I want. Uh, other quarterbacks to note, Kirk Cousins, 306 for yes, two touchdowns. Yes. Certainly good for him. Um, and uh, look, on Tom Brady. This week. Yeah. yeah, and Tom Brady, who was one of our favorite uh, cash game quarterbacks, came through, put up a Tom Brady game against the Redskins like we all thought. So good things there now let's talk about christian mccaffrey because it's his world and we're just living in it chris oh for sure i mean 176 on the ground on 19 attempts with two touchdowns then a whole bunch of receiving yards i mean holy cow like christian mccaffrey right now is the guy that you almost have to pay for across the board and find like the best mccaffrey lineup every week yeah i mean that's what we said on thursday we we just brought up the thought of fading him and we're just like nah you can't you just have to find a way the offense yeah, you just have to find a way to get him in and and just move on that way. I mean, in a half-point setting, 159 points, and the next Coastal's guy is Austin Eckler at 129. Like, he's he's unreal. The offense completely runs through him. He's playing 100% of the snaps. He's on pace for 2,771 yards from scrimmage, which would just blow Chris Johnson's record of 2,500 yards out of the water. And I just don't see how he's going to slow down. I mean, he's... He's getting a ton of carries. He's he's getting the catches into the backfield. There's just a ton to like about CMC. And he's going to get to that point where I think it was two, three years ago. And I think I was doing a Fandle show with you. And you and I were talking about David Johnson and Le'Veon Bell. Both of those guys were getting up to the 10K mark on DraftKings and, and Fandle. And we were just like, wow, how do you adjust? How do you find a way to get these guys in? And what we came away with is you just do. You, you just, just find do. a way to get them in. Because if the you time, didn't have CMC yesterday, yeah. you didn't win. All right. Let's, no, you're really, right. Let's be honest. And there were and there were ways around it. Like there were ways you, you got to get clever, and that's why we're around. But you have to get clever, and that's that's why line startups important with those ROIs. That's why the quarterback matchups are important. That's why you know looking around there too. I mean, Kyler Murray was decent. I know he was highly owned too, and I had some shares of him, and he was good. Um, 
you know, just run the football at least, you know, like to see him be a little bit more efficient in the passing game. But look, Dalvin Cook, another brilliant game for him, 21 of 30, 132. Marlon Mack, 29 for 133. Josh Jacobs, talk about like the contrarian play of the day. 26 for 123, two touchdowns against the Bears in London. Talk about a team that was just caught in the ultimate of all trap games and they just laid an egg and Josh Jacobs was terrific. Yeah, he was terrific. Touched the ball a ton. Got a goal line touchdown taken away from him. DeAndre Washington stole one at the three. So he could have had two touchdowns in that game. And another big takeaway is just involved in the air. He had four targets, three catches. So a lot to like about Josh Jacobs' game. And you're right, Contrarian, he was $4,500 on DraftKings. And a lot of people just didn't want to go there. But, I mean, the game script did favor him a little bit. But he got a ton of play. Touching the ball 29 times. That's what we want to see from Josh Jacobs. Yeah, 100 percent. Yeah, great, great game from Josh Jacobs. Philip Lindsay had a very uh, I think in all of this, it kind of gets lost how good of a game Lindsay had in this one. 15 for 114, a touchdown for him. Leonard Fournette, another hundred yard game. And then Aaron Jones with four touchdowns, 19 Goodness. carries, 107. Man, those Cowboys, all of a sudden when they had to play some real competition, they fold up like the tent. Yo, did they ever? Now you wonder, you know, the Cowboys always kind of get a little bit overrated, certainly in in the betting world, a lot like Vegas, just they give them the respect because they know people most times that are not are going to bet on Dallas, whether it's futures, whether you believe that they're Super Bowl contenders or not, they're always priced that way because again, the public is going to bet them. So they were three and a half point favorites. The line really didn't budge and they were not in that game at all against Green Bay. They couldn't get anything done offensively. Dak kind of threw it away. You look at the box score and you see, nearly 500 yards from Dak, but a lot of that came in in garbage time. They weren't able to have success with Zeke running the football, and Green Bay went in there and had their way. Really, with Aaron Rodgers not doing a whole lot, kind of playing conservative. Like, nobody in that offense besides Aaron Jones did anything. Like, Jimmy Graham, after Aaron Jones, had three catches. Jones had the seven catches. And you wonder, at least I wonder, they were forced to go to Aaron Jones. And I know LaFleur... Going back to Tennessee at the start of the season, didn't want to get Jamal Williams off the field, but he had really no choice. Like Carson came in there and had a few carries and didn't do anything. He had to play Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones deserved to continue to get these touches, but he <laughs> it lucked out, I think, for Green Bay. Now, for me, I just hope that he sees how good Jones is and continues to just give him the rock and take a step back Jamal Williams because Aaron Jones now leads the NFL with eight rushing touchdowns. I know half of them came yesterday, but... Two weeks ago, we were sitting here. Actually, just last week, Joe, you and I were sitting here wondering what the heck they were doing against the Eagles, not running the football inside the red zone, not once in seven tries to tie that game up or take the lead, and they didn't even bother Madness. Once. Madness. Crazy. Well, like, at least they finally figured that part out. Yeah. And I know Jamal Williams is still going to be annoying, but Aaron Jones, I, look, this is the formula for them winning. Aaron Rodgers making plays, yeah. not being leaned on to throw the ball 50 times a game or to throw 300 yards a game. And Aaron Jones running the football and playing defense. That's it. That is the formula for the Packers to get W's. And the only loss that they have this year is what? The one time they decided to throw a million yards to Devontae Adams and not run the football down by the goal line. Right? right? That's the yeah. one loss they have, boys and girls. That's it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, God. It's not that hard. Uh, run the football. Aaron Jones it's is nice. That, you know, I don't want to sit here like I'm Bill Belichick. I'm not. But damn it, right. I'm, I'm better than Adam Gase. you are and now that's two games where where jones has 13 catches on 15 targets in his last two games so bringing an element that really wasn't there last season he didn't have too many of these games where he's involved he had a couple three four catch games but it was pretty rare to see and now he's he's kind of trending as a three down back and that's appealing yeah well speaking of adam gase because jay gruden just got fired so 
we'll see. And, and I and I said it on last week's show too. We talked about like the recap. Remember, I was like, he's gone full Ace oh, yeah. Ventura pet detective with the two two losing his mind in the mental institution when he pulls Case Keenum from that game. And then, sure enough, he's fired by the end of this week. Like, it was just it was out of control. Out of, Adam Gase is next. He spent the entire week with poor Luke Falk, the third string quarterback, not getting any snaps with the ones. Oh, no. He could have killed him in that game. Okay, well, he almost he could have gotten those ten sacks. I know. Was like he he could have ended that kid's career. Yeah. Just because he was trying so hard to see if he could get Sam Darnold to play. How about a two to one ratio? How about something for this kid? What a disaster of a head coach he is. And only the Jets would go. Hmm. You know what? You know what's going to save our organization? We're let's go hire the guy that was a complete, utter right. miserable failure in our own division, yeah. and that's the guy who's going to turn our franchise around and make our uh, young quarterback into a god. Yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy. Yeah, oh, they entered the Eagles entered. Oh, it's so tough. I mean, they were just pathetic yesterday. And when Sam Darnold comes in, the offense is going to roll a little bit nicer. But I mean, you just look at all the metrics. You know, yards before contact bottom of the league jets backs and bell like everything runs through bell and it's just it's not even that bell has been bad it's just every time you give him the ball he's just hit i mean the eagles came into that game with three sacks three sacks in four games yeah playing a team in washington atlanta detroit and they didn't get 10 sacks easily all over the quarterback he had no time and and gase out in the first half after the first half was just saying like oh you know it's it's just on us like poor execution the plays are there like absolutely not the plays weren't there there was no time for that kid to throw the football at no. all and he set him up and he just put him in a he tough set situation him up for failure. yeah he, he set, set him, him up, up for, for miserable failure. and you were going to fail anyway chances are but yes. at least don't get this guy killed i mean yeah. honestly it's a football's a rough game don't get this guy killed at the end of the day don't don't have this poor kid lose the rest of his career cuz he gets knocked out or not you know like come on Oh, you're hot mess, Adam Gase. Uh, anyway, the rest of the receivers here, let's get to these guys. A lot to talk about here. Amari Cooper, 11 for 236 and a touchdown. I'm just going to fly through these because they're yeah. staggering. Oh, yeah. Amari Cooper, 11 for 226 and a touchdown. Will Fuller, 14, 217, three touchdowns. Michael Thomas, 11, 182, two touchdowns. DJ Shark, how about that boy? Oh, my goodness. Eight for 164, two touchdowns. He is a thing, if ever there was. Uh, Adam Thielen, two touchdown seven for 130 chris godwin seven for 125 two touchdowns tyler boyd 10 for 123 and a touchdown it's like nobody cares by the time you get down to tyler boyd <laughs> yeah nobody cares about like, cooper cups game with 17 targets nine no, catches yeah, 117 yeah, yeah. there were remember, tons of guys remember, with 100 remember yards. thursday when we we're like wow it's yeah. gonna be the watermark nope <laughs> nope it didn't even crack the top 10 <laughs> I know. unbelievable stuff even michael michael gallup returned yesterday and has a solid okay game. he was nine i'm exaggerating he was ninth <laughs> yeah i, I mean <laughs> It was one of those weeks. Yeah, it really was. There, I, there's a few of my leagues where 200-plus points were easily scored. And, yeah, there's just a lot of big-time performances. You mentioned Shark, and I, I don't think people were completely buying in. And and even he was flipped around in, in a couple of my leagues for cheap, and nobody wanted anything to do with him. Yeah, I'll take a shot on him here. I'll take a shot on him there. But he's been very good this season. He's He's a good wide receiver. I was kind of in on him last year. It's just he never got good quarterback play from from Jacksonville. And now, after five weeks, he's got nearly 500 yards and five touchdowns. Incredible. He's the deep threat guy in that offense. Gardner Minshew looks pretty solid. So, And there's some yeah, good, good matchups for him. to come. He threw for 374 in that one. Uh, he had the big turnover, but, he did. you know. Look. But in Carolina, it's a tough spot. I mean, now well, he's got. He, he went into Denver and Carolina last two weeks and he split. That's a pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that's about Great. best case scenario. I, I don't think yeah. Nick Foles was doing better than that. No. Let's be honest. 
I mean, that's that's all you could ask for. And I'm mad at myself because I didn't believe in DJ week one either. He sat on my waiver wire in a couple weeks. Nobody did. And I was like, ugh, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Meanwhile, I could have had him for a buck. And then next week I had to pay like eight or 12. You know? <laughs> so it's like, because I was like, all right, well, now I got to do it because it's two weeks in a row. And then some weeks I didn't even get him. So very frustrating from that standpoint. Also frustrating because we always take ourselves to task here. It's not all roses and sunshine. Uh, this was the first week on the wagering show we did not get an upset special. So bad Joe, didn't bad have Mike. The Colts. Didn't have uh, your Colts. Right? <laughs> I know. No, we did not. Uh, but uh, Mike took the Giants to cover, which maybe if Wayne Gallman didn't get hurt, that might have yeah, been a little different it's scenario. It's possible. But you know what? Doesn't matter. Excuses are for losers. Okay. They're losers. <laughs> and so we're not going to. And I had the, I thought that the Bucks were going to cover. I really did. I thought that was going to be a thing and it wasn't. So uh, bad job by us, but we'll bounce back because look at what happened last week. Last week, Chris and I went over with the touchdowns. Now we came back with six. So it was the six. one over we had. Yeah. We come back with a vengeance on the pre-snap. That's, That's what right. You're going to have two or three upsets next. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we're going to go. We're going to go in overtime. But speaking of which, uh, Monday, Thursday slate here, uh, we've got tonight's game with the Cleveland Browns hosting, uh, excuse me, uh, going to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. This is a huge game for the Browns. I know I say that every week now, but that's because they put themselves behind the eight ball. Yeah. And Tevin Coleman's going to try to work his way back there. I think the Browns go and win this football game. I know the 49ers have played uh, well defensively, but coming into this week, they were still third in giveaways. And that was with having a bye last week. So keep that in mind. That's how much they've turned the football over. And I don't think you can do that consistently against more talented football teams than they've played and win. So I think that's going to way it goes this week. But then you've got, the uh, Giants going into New England, which is going to be an absolute bloodbath because I don't think Saquon's going to be back in time for this one. Do you? Uh, no, I don't. I mean, he's going to want to play, but you just mentioned Wayne not Gallman earlier. Look. Not a good look. Wayne Gallman's got the concussion. It's not often you see somebody suffer a concussion on a Sunday and be able to play and get cleared for a Thursday game. I think it happened with Devontae Adams a couple of years ago, but it's it's not often. And plus, do you even really want to throw Saquon in against New England? You probably don't. So it, it remains to be Here's seen a fun what's going to happen for today. New England. You ready? You ready for this? There are 20 defenses that have given up 100 plus points through week five. It'll be 21 if the Browns allow 17 or more to the 49ers tonight. The Dolphins lead the league with 151 points allowed and have played one fewer game than everyone on this list. The Patriots have allowed just 22 points all year. And one of them was on a muffed punt. <laughs> So unbelievable. Yeah. And, the, and the, for a second. that's crazy. And and the bills are kind of, I know overall new England's only allowed 34 points, but the bills are kind of right there too. Uh, like 14 bills are a playoff team. The they're four and one and yeah, their one loss. Fast. It was a game. They were very competitive against the Patriots. I'm telling you yeah, that playing. Buffalo D's for real. Great yeah. job by Josh Allen going in there with the concussion, still getting knocked around already and coming out with a W of course, Kyrie Santos helped by not being able to kick a freaking football for four missed field goals in that game. Four. Or, oh. Yeah, wild. There, you know, there's a few takeaways sitting here after week five. I mean, Oakland's three and two. Say what you want, but I mean, this is a team that lost Antonio Brown, didn't play with Tyrell Williams, when and beat the Bears. Mm-hmm. Guess, Chargers thought suck. That, thought that was a great win. Chargers are charging it up. Yeah, they're just guys are missing kicks, field goals. They're just yeah. I mean, it's it's typical Charger fashion. They're just you just don't know what you're going to get with these guys. So this is a huge game for Cleveland to try to keep pace because yeah, for a wild card spot, I mean they're. 
they're behind Buffalo by a couple games here. And I'm surprised, like a lot of people, the public are just hammering San Fran. I mean, they're three and a half point favorites sitting talking to you on Monday morning, Monday afternoon. They're now five point favorites. Like, I don't feel like they played anyone good. They played Tampa Bay, Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. Don't like Pittsburgh it. without Big Ben. And I don't like it at all. Jimmy G has four picks in three games. Like, I know he's playing a little bit better. I, I said something. I think I said something on Twitter about Jimmy G and how he's improving, but he still needs to take care of the football. And man, did San Francisco fans ever come at me like, oh, oh well, please. Oh, they like, been, they this is a defense that's going to come after them tonight. This is a defense that can yeah. dial up some pressure. So, well, look, I, I think part of that line is the fact that two corners are out again. So no Greedy Williams, no Denzel Ward. That's that's part of that line. But I'm with you, man. I think Cleveland, I think, this I think is Cleveland, Cleveland wins game. this game. Yeah. And look, if you're playing Monday, Thursday slate, stack the Patriots. Patriots defense, Tom Brady, oh, yeah. and go get me Edelman. And, you know, that's the trio you want. And then, look, you have a couple ways to get attacked this. This uh, the Monday game. You can take some pieces. You can try it for, you know, maybe in the tournament you go to Landry. and the catch, you go to Odell. And you can make all that work. That's not hard. You take some one-offs here and there. Maybe you take another one-off at tight end with, uh, I don't know, Ricky Seals-Jones or Izzo. Maybe Izzo. Because he yeah. <laughs> off the, uh, you know, he's had a couple big catches so far this year. I don't want to say he's becoming a thing, but I think in this month in the Monday Thursday slate, you could do that. You could just throw it and say, "Hey, pff, whatever," and then just pay up for everything else. Pay yeah, up you, for the best of the Pats. Yeah, for sure. I, I think you have. I think Pats D is a must. There's some. They open up as 17 point favorites. That the line's going to get closer to 20, especially when you hear that Barkley's not going to play. If the Giants sign some back, like for example, JJ, then you know that Barkley is not going to play on Thursday. And they're no. worried about yeah. Gallman. So and that line is going to change. But you're right. I mean, Brady and Edelman. I mean, Edelman and Pat Steve for sure. I think this could be a Kittle game. And I do like Jarvis Landry. I think most people will just go and look at Odell as the bounce back. Baltimore just took him away last week. He could certainly have a big game. But I, I like what I've seen from Jarvis Landry over the past couple games without Njoku there. He's gotten a lot of targets. Yeah, that's been a positive. That, that, it that has been a, been a positive for him, yeah. yeah. Uh, quick fly around, too, for week six after this Thursday night game. We get the Panthers at Buck, so it's going to be another you-must-have-CMC kind of situation against the Buccaneers. So <laughs> get ready for that one. Uh, the loser bowl, because the Dolphins are going to host the Redskins. And if you're the Dolphins, you better lose this football game because you need to. Uh, they don't. You need the franchise quarterback, and if yes. they get in the spot where they're going to be worse than you, or the Jets are going to be worse than you, and they both have either Haskins or Darnold, they're going to have the able to ability to, to trade out of that pick to some other team. Oh my God, the Dolphins! This is you know if you remember a must win game, this is a must lose game for the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, it is. Washington open up at three and a half point favorites. I wonder what they're going to do here. Like all those reports surface that Jay Gruden wanted nothing to do with Dwayne Haskins, and I get that he wants to compete, he wants to win, he doesn't want to bring in a, a young quarterback and try to groom him. But he's gone now, and th- and they have games in Miami, San Fran before in Minnesota and in Buffalo. So I say you turn the page to Haskins now before you roll them out there before you like what's the point Colt McCoy in Miami Colt McCoy San Fran and then if that doesn't work out you're going to play him in Minnesota or in Buffalo don't do that to the kid play him this week give him some first team reps let him gel with his boy McLaurin who he played college with and and let him go into Miami and see what he can do against against a Dolphins team like turn the page now and I think that's why they fired Gruden like this yeah 
because oh, it, actually, I, we I feel like he out. maybe got a tough share, yeah. tough because yeah. tough shake maybe because there's nobody there. Yeah, but Alex it's time Smith to turn injury to and all these right. like all that stuff. So many, so many issues. But you know, yeah. at a certain point, it's better for everybody. I forgot the Bucks game. Uh, the Panthers is actually in London, so we lucked out there. Nine thirty oh, start. Have to do the look at that. Oh, now it's a wild west. All right, let's hot take the rest of these real quick. Let's do like real quick takes on this. Uh, Saints at Jaguars. You know what? We just talked so much about DJ Shark. If um, we'll, we'll see, Ramsey's seen a back specialist. So I mean, sorry, um, wrong wrong game there. Um, no, yeah, I'm, I'm right here. Uh, no, you're Ramsey. on it. Yep. Marshawn Marshawn Lattimore, um, rather is going to be on Shark. So yeah, if that, if that is the case and that is the matchup, we'll double check here as we go through. Yeah. You don't have to shut that down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it could be a DD week. I mean, he he got some plays towards the point. end of the game, some targets. I mean, Jacksonville's opening up as a point favorite here. I mean, if you like the Saints, I'd do it now. Because I I wouldn't be shocked if you know we're sitting here on Thursday Friday yeah. Friday show and it's the other way like Saints are maybe one point favorites. All right, if um if our boy Kyler Murray ran all over the Bengals last week, I can't imagine what Lamar Jackson is going to do them at home next week. So uh, it's going to be a Lamar Jackson week for me. I could already tell you. I could feel this coming. <laughs> I could feel this one a lot. It's definitely going to be Lamar for me against the Bengals. The Browns are going to host the Seahawks. This will be a fascinating one. You have a hot take on this one. I mean, my goodness, Russell Wilson's doing it again, isn't he? Yeah, like, he really talk is. talked about how efficient Shocking. he was last year, and he couldn't do it, but he's doing it again. He's been unbelievable. 73 completion percentage leads the NFL, 12 touchdowns, no picks. He's not throwing the ball a ton. They're running with Chris Carson a lot. I think very positive signs, Chris Carson, the past two two games. He's been – I know Penny hasn't been around. I know Penny played last game, but still didn't get a lot of usage, but – Chris Carson is getting a ton, a ton of carries, and and he's he's been good since the two fumbles, or since the uh, plenty of fumbles in the first three games. But Russell Wilson, man, I'm very impressed. Like, oh, he's yeah, just, he's been he's, terrific, he's man. So, and I so thought he was terrific. a little overrated coming into this year, but I could not same, have been more wrong. Same. Uh, Eagles Vikings. It'll be fascinating to see if Kirk Cousins can keep that up and build on the confidence that he had coming out of this game against the Giants, because the Eagles are a team you can throw on, and the Eagles just pwned the Jets, so they might you know, be ripe for a picking there. The Chiefs at home against the Texans. Now, listen, this is going to be the chalk game of the week. I can tell you right now, it's going to be so many shares. You're going to pick a side of this one. You're going to go both ways. What, what are you going to do with this one? I'm, yeah, the total's at 56. I'm a little <laughs> worried about the Chiefs, to be honest with you, just slightly. Like, I, it's nothing to do with Mahomes, and I'm sure Tyreek Hill is going to be back. But this team is not even trying to run the football because they can't. The offensive line is not great. Yesterday, they just... They couldn't run the ball. Shady had two touches, had the fumble. Damian Williams was not running between the tackles. He wasn't really involved at all in the ground. You saw Mahomes dealing with the ankle injury. This is probably going to be a shootout. I'll tell you right now, the six points, uh, I'll lean with Houston. I'll lean with Houston right now. Here's a question for you. Should the Chiefs trade for Kareem Hunt when he's back? (laughs) You can't can't because it's after the trade deadline, but that wouldn't have to be funny. They should trade for for someone, um, an offensive line, maybe some help. Maybe they – Can you trade for a suspended player? Can you trade for Trent Williams, like Washington? Can you trade for a suspended player? Can you do that? Uh, I don't know. I don't think we've ever seen that. Uh, The Cardinals will be at home against the Falcons, so you got that going for you. So – as long as DJ's back is okay, that's a positive. And I think Larry Fitzgerald will be a popular choice. I know he's going to be my popular choice, uh, but uh, Falcons are, are terrible. But you know what? It's like like you said, you got to get on the other side of that game with Matt Ryan. You got to get on the other side. I, I think this is the pivot game from that yeah. big chiefs Texas is going to have all the heat. This is the pivot game because everyone's down on the Falcons, and that's true, but they still put up fantasy points, so who cares? 
Exactly. They still put up fantasy points. Uh, absolutely. Hooper, Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones. I mean, both backs are catching into the backfield. The run game, again, is just non-existent. So, I mean, if they – this could be a Dan Quinn fire game. Like, if, if he Ooh, does – a loss it, of the cards. You got A it. loss yeah. into Arizona and just struggling again with the run game and the defense. I mean, this could this could be it for him. I think he's completely on the hot seat. I said that before last week's game. This Falcon team, it, it needs a shakeup, and it's yeah, not on that Yeah. All right, let's let's fly through the rest of these 49ers Rams. Let's see what the 49ers are tonight before we kind of address that one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait and see on that for Thursday's show. Titans at Broncos, that should be a snooze fest, you would imagine, but a lot of running in that one. It's going to be a lot of running. running, running, and running, and somebody's going to pass out in that game. you got the Cowboys at Jets, so the Cowboys will get right again against the Jets because – well, it's the Jets, and, and God knows they won't be prepared. I don't care if Darnold's playing or not. Steelers, Chargers on Sunday night. Oh, my goodness. If the Chargers lose this one, the Chargers have no home field advantage, but if they lose to a third-string quarterback from Samford, not Stanford, mind you, Samford. <laughs> what's his name? Del- Devlin? Devlin? What's his name? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. I, I, yeah, yeah. Come on. Devlin, I, you, Devin Hodges? Yeah. Ha- Devlin Hodges. I mean – I, I don't know who that was. Like, like he sounds like the guy, you know, when you do the next season in Madden and there's new guys in the draft and you got a draft yeah. guy yeah. and they're like not real colleges or they're not real guys. That's what it seems like. It feels like that's like one of these like a pure generated football player. Yeah. Dev, Devlin Hodge is taking your job in Madden. No chance. I mean, <laughs> no. I don't take too much away from him. I, he was seven for nine for 68 yards, but this is bad. This is de- this is Devlin really Hodges fourth- is holding out for a signing bonus. <laughs> This you, is really buddy. like their fourth string quarterback, right? Because they traded um, their third string after. Uh, that's right. Yeah, before yeah, Big that's Ben right. went down. So like oh. they're, yeah, they're Oh hurt. my God. Where's Tommy Maddox? Can we get Tommy Maddox back in the fold? <laughs> What's he doing? I know the XFL is starting up again. I don't know if he's busy or not. And then they got Monday night next week. Lions Packers. Now that's going to be a fun game. I'm uh, you know what I hope the Lions go into Green Bay and they and they put on a show I really do this they're coming off a bye they had time to prepare the Packers are flying high I would love love to see the Lions really compete in that game because they've been a competitive football team and I think they smell it like they're getting close to being good maybe like nine and seven kind of good but still a tough out nonetheless so that'll be fun to watch and remember on Thursday we're going to break that all down for you with all the prices and all the matchups and all the news as things uh, continue to flow out here And Friday, Mike Randall and I will be back with the Wagering Picks show, so make sure you're dialed in for that one as well. That'll do it for me and Chris Meany. You can follow us on the Twitter machine, at Chris Meany, at JoePizzaPia17, at LineStarNFL, and of course, at LineStarApp. Make sure you're subscribing to the show and give us a five-star review because, uh, well, it's it's the very least you can do. I mean, come on, get out there and do it. No, we we appreciate it. it. Yeah, that's that's a good marketing tool. On my Our marketing approach is, come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah, come on. Come if on. I start, come on. So as soon as you're done listening, remember I said, come on, and just go click five stars. Boom. There you go. And subscribe so you know when the shows drop every week and uh, that you're ready to rock and roll. So that'll do it for us. And uh, it's time for the pre-snap to be over and time to break the huddle. And there's nothing left to do now except set down. Win. You've been listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Meany.